Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Nobody. The shame was Perez was beaten. What? I said he's a shame. It was the accident with Perez. We could have maybe scored. Maybe, maybe we need to make the car fast. It's impossible to fight against them. Save this, save that, and try to fight with the other car. Come on, got to wake up and do that. It's now time to hand the mic over to a man. A man that went out after the Grand Prix and also managed to pull 51G strings from the hose that flocked from miles around to see him. That man is Mr. David Croft. Take it away, Crofty. It's lights out and away we go. Once a week, one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news discussion and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back, relax, for the Park It In My Fermé show. Here is your host, Colby. That is right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your main squeeze. Cordy, a.k.a. the Cordobotomist, just chilling. Presenting my big round behind for the ladies. The lady Cordobotomai, as I move towards mating season. But before we do that, can someone please explain what that is doing over there? Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. That's my firm, eh? And if you wouldn't mind just parking it on up in there as it is the parking in my Fermi show, the show talking all the news, discussions, opinions, results, previews, reviews, love triangles, sprint races for staff and crashes and more in the world of Formula One. And what a huge, colossus, gigantic, magnificent show we have for you today. It is episode 56. And I know what you're all thinking. If you've missed out on any of the previous 55, you can catch them over at parkinginmyfermi.com. And download all the previous episodes there. Better yet, look down at your phone or that listening device. You see that app that is playing this show right now? You see that subscribe and follow button? You lick your lips? You get that flutter in your nethers? 
and you want nothing more than to stroke and caress that button with just the tip of your finger. That way you can be the first in the world to listen to my sexy, smooth, soothing sounds two times a week. Socials. <laughs> you must be an absolute fool if you think we don't have those. At Parker in my Fermate on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. But what are we going to talk about today? I don't know. Uh, how about a race that happened on the weekend? Yeah? A sprint that happened on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. A quali that happened on a Friday night. And there was apparently there was apparently some sort of crash. Do you guys remember that happening? Lewis was attacked online by racist assholes. Verstappen recovering in hospital. Seb Vettel is a saint and we don't deserve him. We've also got the good, the bad and the ugly. Oh, you better get ready for that one. Everything happening from that weekend. And the second instalment of You Can't Be Serious. As well as much, much more. But what I'm going to do is ask you all to grab a glass of vino, a nice Cabernet Sauvignon or a Sauvignon Blanc. Sit back, relax, light a few candles. Make sure Mercury is in retrograde and Jupiter has aligned itself with Mars. And enjoy the show. Well, well, well. Did you all know that we had a race on the weekend? Whether you're a fan of the result or not, it was one hell of a weekend. So much action-packed excitement from start to finish. But it's now time to break down every single thing that happened. Session by session, every radio call and every opinion out there. I will say this. With the sprint race and the crash between Verstappen and Hamilton, I've never seen opinions so divided down the middle. I've been looking everywhere online, every every website, yeah, and I've seen some things. I've seen a lot of shit. But those two incidences split right down the middle. It really feels like a 50-50 on each thing with people siding on it now. I'll obviously weigh up and give my opinion. Whether or not sprints are worth the risk and the hassle and as to whose fault it was. But we must acknowledge the results. Congratulations to Sir Lewis Hamilton on his eighth Silverstone race win. His 99th career race win, closing the gap to Max Verstappen for the Drivers' Championship. With Sergio Perez shitting the bed too, it meant that Mercedes really closed in hard on that Constructors as well. Only a few points behind. I think it's three points they are behind. They're sitting in second, and it is... It is close. Oh, and I will say this. That crowd, that British Grand Prix crowd, was incredible. Unbelievable. Sold out all three days. 140,000 there for the race. It was amazing scenes. Now, I'm not saying that the F1 TV coverage dialed up the cheers and sound from the crowd. I'm not saying they did that. But it was like night and day comparing the sounds from Silverstone back to Austria with the Orange Army. That Orange Army was there to party. But I couldn't hear them compared to this Silverstone crowd. I Was there some tampering uh, with the sound, with the sound effects? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So let's start with Friday where we only had one free practice session before we jump straight into qualifying. This makes a magnificent weekend. I'm telling you, something that matters for the casual fan every single day, quality on a Friday, sprint on a Saturday, race on a Sunday, amazing. But does it actually work? 
With the quality being on a Friday, it made, as I predicted, mind you, free practice actually exciting to watch. People gave a shit about it. Teams only had about an hour to get their cars in order. And as such, for the practice session, we saw a lot of action and the cars pushing themselves nicely. Teams had to get their tyre compound chosen for quali and get the car set up how they wanted, all within an hour with 19 other cars out on the track doing the exact same thing. But only one session down and we go straight on to qualifying and we saw some action immediately. But it was Max and Lewis again separating themselves from the rest with the two Haas's, Mick Schumacher, Nikita Mazepin, let's give him a squeeze, Nicholas Latifi, Kimi Raikkonen and Yuki Tsunoda going out in Q1. George Russell on a circuit where I thought it would be too windy for the Williams and he, he would struggle, similar to Portimao and Circuit de Barcelona, Catalunya. He did quite well and made it through to QT. QT? Look, he is a QT. But he made it also through to Q2 quite comfortably. Q2 starts and again, there aren't any shocks here apart from Carlos Sainz. This smooth operator found some blistering pace. And he, as well as Charles Leclerc, were able to get right up there. We see Lewis Hamilton just two one hundredths offsetting a lap time in the 1 minute 25s as well. But last stroll, Antonio Giovinazzi racing car Jesus went out. Esteban Ocon, who was great in Q1, failed to advance along with teammate Fernando Alonso. But the big shock was Pierre Gasly. Out in Q2, unable to find any sort of pace and failed to get into Q3. But that meant that another driver made it. Mr. Friday Night, George Russell, the insta-god, the shirtless wonder, not only made it into Q3, but set an amazing lap time as well, setting a faster time than Lando Norris and Daniel Ricciardo. Let me just repeat that. George Russell in Q2 set a faster lap time than Daniel Ricciardo and Lando Norris. Take a listen as he sets that lap time. That's the lap, P7, nice work. Come on, are we through? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yes, boys. Oh, yes. All right. Minus one, minus one, minus seven. Yeah, don't worry, boys. I got it. I got it. Time for Q3, though, and the big boys were out, and they were racing hard. It was incredible watching George Russell and that Williams go for it, and he was actually able to qualify P8 for the sprint ahead of Sebastian Vettel and Carlos Sainz. Danny Rick in seventh, Lando in sixth, Perez in fifth, Charles Leclerc. In fourth, and then we have a very famous Hamburg bot one, two, three to set the grid up for the sprint on Saturday. Take a listen to Hamilton secure that what was uh, I think his 267th pole, something like that. Hamilton, as you can hear from the cheers, fastest in qualifying on this Friday night at Silverstone, where it is definitely hammer time tonight. Get in there, Lewis. What a what a lap, man. The first one that counted. Get in there! <laughs> yeah, proper Lewis, proper. Uh, yeah, yeah, just keep an eye on that delta time. That's a bit more likely, isn't it? Cracking job, guys. And you, mate, and you. not so much luck as he struggled with those front tyres. Take a listen. I have no front tyres to leave to finish a lap, it's insane. I just don't get what's going on. The car is good, but uh, she's under steering to the moon. And it seems like the front wing is doing uh, nothing. Understood. 
but it was a great qualifying, lots of action, lots of excitement, but it was now time for FP2, where absolutely nothing happened. Why would it? The teams know the cars are going to run. We've had the qualifying, so why bother? I would like them to make FP2 on a Friday night in quali and the sprint on the Saturday, but I am not in charge of the FIA yet. I know they're listening. I know they're listening. Look, when's the next one? Monza? I'm just telling you. Put that, put that qualifying and sprint on the same day. Have Friday. Let us all ease into the weekend and enjoy it. And uh, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. I think it's going to be a little bit better. I think teams will like it. The crowd will like it. I think it's going to be good. Anyway, sprint chat though. And there wasn't really much to talk about. Verstappen got off to an absolute flyer, able to pass Hamilton straight off the start. And that basically was it for the front of the grid. Alonso had a Kimi Raikkonen-like performance on that opening lap, similar to what Kimi did in Portugal last year. Went from midfield right up there. Take a listen as he puts on a pure masterclass. The F1 sprint moment. Well, it was Fernando Alonso. A, a little masterclass in where to position your car at the start of a race. It's bold around the outside there. That could have gone horribly wrong, but it didn't. He has a helping around there and then a really nice tight line. A lot of high risk strategy, but hey, it's Formula One. Why not? Nice work, mate. That's P7. P7. And that was a hell of a first lap, mate. Awesome job. Yes, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show. It was nice, nice strategy. Good call, guys. I think we should call it Q4. But was the sprint actually worth it? People would say we wouldn't have gotten those two things without it. To them, I say, fuck off, you idiot. You're so stupid. It just means that that would have happened in the race instead of the sprint. So yeah, not necessarily, but being being said, do I think we should keep the sprint? Well, I don't know. Next episode, I'll go through all of it. We'll, we'll actually break it down and to see whether or not the sprint was good for the sport or bad for the sport in the next episode in a few days' time. But I don't know if... I just... I can't give you an answer right now. It was a, it was a fun idea. I, it was something different and... But I mean, you know, they tried that weird qualifying thing at the Australian Grand Prix a few years ago, and that was a disaster. So not everything that's introduced should be kept around, but I don't know. Let me know your opinions. Head over at Parker in my Fermi in the socials. Slide into the DMs. I'll be sitting back arms wide open, ready to catch you. So you don't hurt yourself. But we're moving on to race time, and it was an amazing start again with Max and Hamilton really going for it. Oh my gosh, that's that's racing right there. That opening lap, similar to what we had in the sprint, except the roles were reversed. We had that again in the race, incredible, for almost an entire lap, and then they came together at the cop's corner, sending Max into the tyre barrier, crashing at 51 Gs. 51 Gs. Take a listen to that incident. Hamilton's going to try again, this time on the inside, a continent touch! Verstappen is out of the race and that's a big crash into Cops! The safety car, safety car, keep the Delta positive. Let's know what you need. Just turned in on me. Is Max okay? Uh, he's out of the car. And it was absolutely incredible watch at one of the fastest corners of the season as well. Watching Max get out of that car was great to see, but understandably he was not moving too well. Very gingerly indeed. Christian Horner knows something about moving a bit too gingerly. 
That was a uh, reference to Ginger Spice, his wife. Anyway, carrying on, not one of my best jokes. Ow. But then he was uh, quickly rushed off to hospital. Now, this is where we all sort of, we looked at him. It's probably precautionary. Obviously, they need to make sure everything's okay. Might have had some internal issues because, my God, the impact from that crash. If you go on YouTube and you actually have a look at the uh, fan footage, people caught in their mobile phones. Oh, my Lord, Lord. It was almost immediately where Christian and Toto got onto the radio to speak to Michael Massey, the race director, about the incident. Michael, have you got a minute? Hello. Yeah, Michael, look, that corner, he was never anywhere near alongside. Every driver that's driven at this circuit knows you do not stick a wheel up the inside of cops. You know, that's an enormous accident. And it was 100% Max's corner. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, full blame lays on Hamilton, who should never have been in that position. So, uh, you know, you could have had a massive, you know, accident. Thank God he's walked away unscathed. So I hope you're going to deal with it appropriately. Understood, Christian. That's why it's just gone up now that things have calmed down for a second as under investigation by the stewards. Michael, this is Toto. Go ahead, Toto. Uh, Michael, I just sent you an email um, with the diagrams where the car should be. Did you receive that? Uh, Toto, I don't uh, access my emails during a race deliberately because I concentrate on the race. Uh, yeah, then you should maybe look at this because there is something with the rules I'm coming up. Toto, go, feel free to go upstairs and see the stewards directly. Toto, he ain't going to check his fucking emails during the race. The same way you wouldn't text someone while driving. But that wasn't it. Jonathan Wheatley had something to say as well. Go ahead, Jonathan. I've watched this replay several times now, Michael, and I'm feeling really cross about it. I understand, Jonathan, which is why the stewards are obviously investigating it uh, at the moment. But that that corner there, Michael, that's not a place to take a wheel up the inside of a car. I completely understand your perspective, Jonathan, which is why the stewards are investigating it, and that's why they are there. Thank you. Thank you. So Lewis Hamilton received a 10-second penalty for the incident. Now, in the next episode, we'll go through whether or not that penalty was harsh enough to compare it to other penalties that are similar, see whether or not it was some uniformity in standards when it comes to these penalties. I don't think so. Um, They do change the stewards for most races as well. So Helmut Marco was calling for the race ban for Lewis, but uh, that might might be a little bit too much. That might... uh, uh, But we move on after the red flag and the race restart. Charles Leclerc, who was managing to lead the race, started experiencing some engine cutout issues. No, the engine cut. The engine stopped. He's going again. Tell me what's happening. Now, when you're trying to hold up Sir Lewis Hamilton in a very, very quick car with a man who knows his circuit inside and out, engine issues are the last thing you ever need. But great job by Charles keeping Hamilton at bay until only a few laps remaining to go and Hamilton was able to make the pass even after serving that 10 second penalty Lewis went on to win the race a remarkable effort take a listen to the celebration Hamilton has picked up the reins since the restart he's chased down the prancing horse he chases the checkered flag he wins the British Grand Prix for an eighth time here at Silverstone yes get in there Lewis man what an amazing drive, an amazing day. Hats off to you there, mate. That was just epic, absolutely. Just first class. There's James, well on, mate. Fantastic drive. What a great job, guys. 
just goes to everyone back at the team and the factories. Thank you so much for continuing to push this year. I'm so inspired by you guys. There's a long way to go, but let's keep pushing, guys. I believe in you. Luis, we never give up. We never give up. This is still on. Damn right. Toto, damn right. And with Charles Leclerc holding on to second. So disappointed. Oh. Not be disappointed, Charlie. You did your best, and it has been a fantastic race, fantastic performance. Mamma mia! Bottas was able to round out the podium, which ended up being a huge day for the Mercedes, really closing the gap to Red Bull on the constructors. Hamilton celebrated in front of his home crowd in extraordinary fashion while Max was left sitting in the hospital. Hospital bed watching Hamilton celebrate this left Verstappen feeling a little disrespectful. He did go out onto Instagram or Twitter, I can't remember. He went on one of the socials. You know he has got socials, Parker in my family, at Parker in my family, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, he did go out there saying he, he is okay, uh, felt a little bit disrespected with that, but can we just... Um, Go back to Bahrain last year when a certain Romain Grosjean man on fire decided to light his car on fire and nearly kill himself. And I'm pretty sure Verstappen got on the podium and celebrated. Yeah. Guy literally torched himself for sitting in flames for 20 odd seconds. You were celebrating then? Now you can't have a crack at Lewis for celebrating. No, Max didn't cause... Roman Grosjean to have that crash. But at the same time, you're you're upset because someone is basking in the glory of your misfortune. You know, it's F1 racing. Now, do I think a 10-second penalty was harsh enough for taking out your immediate rival in the championship? Probably not. But again, we will have to break this down. We, we've all seen the footage a million times over. Next episode, I'm going to break it on down. I'm going to go through everything. I'm going to get Detective Cordy involved because I'll, I'll put another caseload on his file. That didn't make sense. I'll put another case on his work. Uh, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Cordy. Detective Cordy's getting another case is what I'm trying to say. But let me know your thoughts on this. Should? Was 10 seconds harsh enough? Who was at fault? Let me know over in the socials. But now, that was a race breakdown. We better talk about the news. News, 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 news. Cody, Formula One news. Pocket in my Fermi, Formula One news. It's the pimp news, pimp news. Didn't steal this, it's definitely the pimp news, pimp news, pimp news coming through your ears right now. Pocket in my Fermi, Formula One news, pimp news, yeah. That is right, it is the pimp news. Whistleman, do your thing. Okay, now we've got a little bit to uncover. There's, obviously, it's all about what happened on the weekend. There's no behind-the-scenes stuff. But we're going to start with Verstappen believes that the celebrations were disrespectful. We talked about it just a little bit a while ago. Yes, that sentence made sense in my head. A little bit a while ago. This is what Verstappen had to tweet. He said, I'm glad I'm okay. Very disappointed with being taken out like this. The penalty given does not help us and doesn't do justice to the dangerous move Lewis made on the track. Watching the celebration while still in the hospital is disrespectful and unsportsmanlike behaviour, but we move on. Look, 
Love us down. I understand that's how you'll feel because I don't know how you exactly you'll feel physically, but I understand that's how you feel mentally. He, he hit you. He hit you. It's a race one racing incident, potentially. He hit you, you went off, you had a bit of a boo-boo and that looked like a hurt. And now he's close. He's closing in on that constructor's championship. Oh, the driver's championship as well, sorry. But you can't have a crack at him for celebrating the win. It was a good drive. He had a great drive. Now he had to make up the 10 seconds. He was able to get the overpass on Charles Leclerc. Yes, team orders helped with Valtteri Bottas, but you knew that was going to happen. So don't have a crack at him for that. But you can definitely have a crack at him if he crashed into you because the technicality is on the case. Moving on. Lewis, after the race, was attacked online. This is a statement released here by the FIA. During and after yesterday's British Grand Prix, Lewis Hamilton was subject to multiple instances of racial, racial abuse on social media following an in-race collision. Formula One, the FIA and Mercedes-AMG Petronas F1 team cond condemn this behavior in the strongest possible terms. These people have no place in our sport and we urge that those responsible should be held accountable for their actions. Formula One, the FIA and the drivers and the teams are working to build a more diverse and inclusive sport and such unacceptable instances of online abuse must be highlighted and eliminated. I 100% agree. After everything that has come out after the Euros for more racially charged attacks towards St. Louis, it's totally unacceptable that this has happened. <sighs> I mean... To Lewis's credit, if Max Verstappen was black, he still would have crashed into it. No, that's not my stance. Come on, guys. Don't be like that. Don't be like that. Sip on that vino. Don't be like that. Now, yes, well, I'm making light of it there, but that, that is horrendous behavior. It's 100% not on. I hope the people that were like uh, acting out are held accountable. Accounts blocked, banned from races, all that jazz. And I hope that's the end of it. Moving on. Sebastian Vettel. Sebastian, he has done a complete 180 on me. I'm Australian, if you can't tell already. And therefore, I must like Mark Webber. And because I like Mark Webber, I'm meant to hate Sebastian Vettel. Multi-21 said, multi-21. But I think we're watching drivers grow up in front of us right now. Seb Vettel. He cleans up, baby. We saw him make beehives only recently and other environmentally friendly things. But he has gone above and beyond now. Cleaning up for at least four hours after the British Grand Prix. He just raced. And then he goes out with trash bags into the stands to start cleaning up. First of all, British GP fans, shame on you. Pick up after yourselves. But second of all, Sebastian Vettel cleaning up the environment? That's something I can get behind. They said, I, I almost forgive you for the multi-21 incident. Well done. Keep it up. I love what you're doing. But that's it for the news. You can't. You can't. You can't be serious. <laughs> 
Fuck, you can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! That is right. It's time for You Can't Be Serious. Double whammy this week. Christian Horner and Toto Wolf. You can't be serious. Let's start with Christian Horner. Mr. Ginger Spice. Christian, you can't. You can't. You can't be serious. It's not grade school. You aren't in grade three. And one of the other boys stole your favorite colored pencil. No, 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 no. Christian, you can't. Christian, you can't. You can't be serious. Don't get on the phone of Michael Massey, a man who isn't a steward, by the way, that hands out the penalties. Don't get on the phone with him because you can't. You can't be serious. You call him up and say, you say this? Michael, have you got a minute? Hello. Yeah, Michael, look, that corner, he was never anywhere near alongside. Every driver that's driven at this circuit knows you do not stick a wheel up the inside at Cops. You know, that's an enormous accident. And it was 100% Max's corner. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, full blame lays on Hamilton, who should never have been in that position. So, uh, you know, you could have had a massive, you know, accident. Thank God he's walked away unscathed. So I hope you're going to deal with it appropriately. Understood, Christian. That's why it's just gone up now that things have calmed down for a second as under investigation by the stewards. Christian Horner, you can't. You can't be serious. But you're not the only one. No, no, no. Toto Wolf, you are just as guilty. Mummy, Daddy, Christian's driver t- turned into my precious. And, and, and that's what happened. Toto Wolf, you can't. Toto Wolf, you can't. You can't, you can't be serious. Oh, Messi, I sent you an email. Please, please stop whatever you're doing and read it. Read that email mid-race. Take a listen to that phone call. Michael, this is Toto. Go ahead, Toto. Uh, Michael, I just sent you an email um, with the diagrams where the car should be. Did you receive that? Uh, Toto, I don't uh, access my emails during a race deliberately because I concentrate on the race. Uh, yeah, then you should maybe look at this because there is something with the rules coming up. Toto, go, feel free to go upstairs and see the stewards directly. Toto Wolf and Christian Horner, you can't. You can't. You can't be serious. You bunch of cunts. But now, it's time for your stat of the week. I'm a stat man! Formula One stat man. Cody's a stat man. Yeah, stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. Oh yeah, oh yeah, stat time, yeah. Oh, so much stats, so many stats. I don't know if this intro is even long enough. There's that many stats. Oh, stats, 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 yeah. Ooh, so many stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. I am a stat man, and I've got three. I'm gonna give you three stats today. That's how much I love and appreciate you guys. My little muffins, my little chocolate chips. Oh, that was weird. Um, okay, stat number one. It's going out to my, my boy, Lando Norris, Mr. Twitch streamer, gamer boy himself. He's now officially Lando Norris finished in 15 races in a row in the points. No McLaren driver in the history of Formula One has been able to do this. All right, just sit there and think. 
Oh, who have McLaren had as their drivers? Yeah? You've got that list in your head? None of them have scored points in 15 consecutive races. You know who has? Lando fucking Norris. Stat number one. What, not enough? You still hungry for some stats? You hungry for some stats? Okay. All right, I'll give you one. How about this? Mercedes love Silverstone. They dominate it. Lewis Hamilton wins there over and over. The man is a machine, but one record has been halted over the weekend. Probably didn't even really notice this with all the other bullshit going on. But that was that with Max Verstappen getting pole, kind of, kind of getting pole, whatever that means. He stopped Mercedes getting 10 consecutive poles in Silverstone. They were on track to get their 10th pole in a row before the little Dutch boy said, no, no thanks. No, no for you. No, you don't. I think I'll take that. Huh? How's that for a stat? I'm sorry. I'm giving you gold here and you're still begging me for more stats. Well, okay. How about one more? One more stat. Max Verstappen is the first driver in F1 history to score a point without completing a single lap of a Grand Prix. How's that for your stat of the week? Bada bada bee, ba ba bada boo. He's a stat man. Ooh, that was a good it stat. It really was. Yeah, such a good stat. Such a such Best a stat good stat of the year. You know what it was? He's a stat man. Hey, let's go on with the show. Cool, it's pretty cool. Yes, yeah. Ba ba da ba dee, ba 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 da bo, ba 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 da bo, da ba dee, ba 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 da bo. Ah, we just had a race on the weekend. What does that mean? I told you what happened. I broke it down for you earlier, but but I want to break it down a little bit more. I want to just look at it at a man, male, molecular level. Yes, I scientist. I scientist real good. How about the good, the bad, and the ugly? Oh, you know what it is. The good, the bad, and the ugly. We look at the good, the bad. And the ugly from the race weekend break down everything that happened, everything that was good, everything that was bad, and the downright filthy, disgusting, ugly. So let's start with the good. So we're looking at the good from the weekend. How? No, oh, I don't know. Just off the top of my head. How about Sebastian freaking Vettel? Man goes out there, races. Not one, but two races, a quality and two, two free practices. What does he do? Not enough. Four hours of rubbish pickup after the Grand Prix. Absolutely incredible performance. Well done, Sebastian Vettel. You are the good. The good. George Russell in quali. Yeah? Not George Russell in a race. George Russell in quali. Good on him. Getting what he get? P8? Phenomenal drive there. But unfortunately, the race pace just wasn't there to back it up. The good. Fernando Alonso in the sprint. That opening lap, ooh-wee, mamma mia. It was fantastic. Reminiscent of Kimi Raikkonen, the Iceman, back in Portimao 2020. Fantastic opening lap. Indeed, the good. The McLarens. Hey. Fourth of P4 and P5. Yeah, it took Max actually crashing out for you to get that. Perez had a shocker in the sprints. That's why he's all the way at the back of the grid. P4 and P5, not bad at all. Good to see Danny Rick start turning it around. Lando Norris, you are a precious, priceless piece of peach, and I love you. Well done on 15 consecutive races with points. The good, Charles Leclerc. Hey, if your engine's cutting out and you're in first place with a Mercedes coming up behind you, and you're holding him at bay, 
you're doing pretty good in my books. Way to keep your composure when that crash happened in front of you. Good sprint as well. The Ferraris overall had some pretty good pace. Well done there. And the good, the British Grand Prix itself and that crowd. Oh, my lord. Ears are still ringing from the roars of the crowd. Well done there for the British Grand Prix. I hope we get to race there again this year. With Australia dropping out. And then, well, we've had a few others drop out or a few others will drop out. Brazil most likely. Canada, if they haven't already, I don't even know. I think there's a few more coming. But I look forward to that. I hope Britain get to host another Grand Prix again because, hey, they know what they're doing there. But it wasn't all sunshine and roses. No, 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 no. Let's look at the bad. Now, I mentioned it a little bit earlier. They were the topic of you can't be serious, but team principals. Toto Wolf, Christian Horner, Mr. Ginger Spice. You're both getting bads, all right? Because you can't just go crying to mummy when things don't go your way. Oh, please, oh, Michael Massey, I've got the rules right here. Please check your emails for the rules. Oh, my, Michael, Michael Massey, it's, it's Christian here. I'm very upset. I'm getting very, very angry indeed. He sounds like Marvin the Martian at this stage. Of course you're angry. You're just trying to dob on the other one. That's your bad. The bad? Ross Braun. Yeah, I'll tell you why Ross Braun's the bad. I'm going to focus on this in the next episode as well. Stop telling us how good the sprint races were. Alright? The sprint race was okay. It wasn't the greatest thing since sliced bread. You're going, oh, look at Alonso get all those overtakes. Look at Max. He, he was able to get a great start on Hamilton. You know Max could have gotten a great start of Hamilton in the actual race too. And you know Alonso starting from that far back would have gotten that exact same start in the race as well. Because after those two things happened, no one wanted to do any damage to their car. They just coasted to the end. So your sprint race was crap, Ross Braun. Shove it up your ass. But I will break it down a little bit later on in the next episode. Episode 57. Make sure to subscribe, follow so you don't miss out. But that was the bad. Now, we've had the good. We've had the bad. What comes next? Oh, it's the ugly. Oh, it is the ugly. Oh, Lord. Take a look in the mirror. That's how ugly it is. That's how... No, I lie. My fans are the most beautiful people I've ever seen in the entire world. So good looking, my fans. So good looking. But the ugly. You know what fans weren't too pretty? Weren't too beautiful? The fans that racially attacked Sir Lewis Hamilton. Now... Pull up a chair. Listen to Uncle Cody. You may not like Sir Lewis Hamilton. You may get bored and sick and tired of watching him win. That's not his fault that he's that damn good. But you never. And the quadrupotamus means never. Racially attack anyone. If you want to make fun of Lewis... For being a vegetarian and a vegan, you can. If you want to make fun of Lewis for riding around in a little scooter in the paddock, you can do that, yes. If you want to make fun of Lewis for just the whiny little bitchy voice he has on the radio, you can definitely do that. But you cannot make fun of Lewis for the colour of his skin. And that's why the fans that attacked Sir Lewis Hamilton online are the ugly for this weekend. Not acceptable. Get the F out of here if you're one of them. I don't want you. I never loved you. I hope you can change the errors of your way. But 
That was the good, the bad, and the ugly. Did I miss anything? Slide into the DMs at Parking in my Fairmate, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If I did, I'll try and catch up. There's a few errors I need to correct in the next one because my predictions were horrendous. But we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was the British Grand Prix review. What did you think? Did I cover everything? Episode 56, done and dusted. We'll be back in a few days' time as we start getting everyone ready for the Hungarian Grand Prix. Pit stop changes. That's going to be interesting in Hungary, but we'll see what happens in Budapest. But, no, don't, no, you can't. Don't cry. It'll make me cry as well. I'll be back. I'll be back. Hey, look, if you miss me that much, make sure you subscribe and follow. Listen to the old episodes, bargainedinmyfairbay.com. They're all there. Say hello to me. Come on. Come. Slide. DMs. I'm there. I'm there. I'll catch you. So you don't fall. With arms wide open. But as always, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening. Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.